Planning a Disney World or Universal Studios vacation is not an easy feat. Between Genie Plus, advanced dining reservations, park tickets, hotel accommodations, and more, you're looking at hours upon hours of work when it comes to booking your vacation. Wouldn't you like your vacation to feel more like a vacation, though? Then let Zip Travel give you a hand. Zip Travel can not only save you hours of time and headaches by booking your hotel accommodations, getting the park tickets, booking the dining reservations, and a plethora of other things you need for your vacation. They can also save you money by finding the rates and discounts available during your trip. They are a great resource you can also lean on with any questions or situations that arise related to your vacation. But you know what the best part about all of this is? Their services are completely 100% free. Not only are their services free, but Zip Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner and an officially earmarked gold Disney travel agency. In fact, they are the travel agency that Jamie and I use exclusively to book our numerous trips that we take to Disney World, Universal Studios, and any other place in the world. They book it all for us. We lead super busy lives and they make it so much easier by handling all the trip planning details for us. We know they will do the same for you. In fact, we believe in them so much, we're willing to throw in some extras if you book your next vacation through Zip Travel. If you book at least a three-night vacation package, you'll receive from us a free t-shirt, $10 in CTM shop credit, and a goodie gift basket waiting for you at the front desk of your hotel. So to book your next trip and save time, money, and your sanity, head to travelwithzip.com today. Again, that's travelwithzip.com. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. My name is Jared Lee, and I'm joined, as usual, by my lovely wife, Jamie Lee. So, Jamie, how are you doing? I am doing well, Jared. How are you? I'm pretty good. Wonderful. I'm pretty good. Wonderful. We uh, we had uh, we did we did some festivities this weekend. We went to a strawberry festival, which <laughs> I didn't know strawberries had festivals. Yes, it was very busy, and they had they had crates and crates and crates of strawberries to buy. They did. And I guess these were fresh and hand-picked. So. They were... Oh, did you see them? They looked amazing. I mean, like a box or a whatever they call Like a pallet? I don't know what they I called what, it. I don't know what the... Yeah. It was like $20 for not that many strawberries. I was like, But oh. I guess because they are hand-picked and you know where they're coming from. Well, so. yeah. They're like organic and all that stuff so um no it it was it was a good time it was mostly for our kids because we did a lot of kid-centered activities like bounce houses and petting zoos and face painting but um yeah it was it was a good time you know random people that have a jump thing set up where it's like 15 dollars. i'm like i'm not paying that i love my children but i'm just not paying it but and it looked uh, really safe yeah, well, yeah. It didn't it, look so. It safe. had a little bit of like a uh, traveling fair carny vibe, a little bit. But uh, yeah. we also this week though we we had another just you know kid free time. We went to Disney, which we will talk about today to check out mm-hmm. Flower and Garden. Um, so yeah, we did that. That was like a thirty, maybe like thirty six hours. Yeah, we like, like left at like seven in the morning on Wednesday, and we got home at six six or something on. On Thursday? Yeah, something like so, that. So, yeah, it was like 30... 
Yeah. Seven something hours. like that. And uh, so, what, well, today we're going to talk about Flower and Garden because mm-hmm. we did all of that. But uh, we also tried to go over to uh, eat at Steakhouse 71. We tried to go to the lounge. So mm-hmm. um, we also, which we'll do another show on this, where we talk, we did the uh, extended magic hours. Extended evening hours. Excuse me. Extended. And we will talk about how hard that is to remember to say because there's so many terms for the extras. And it used to be just extra magic hours. Yeah, that's and what they And then they, they changed it. it. But... Uh, so that was going on late at Magic Kingdom. So we we're like, okay, well, let's because we'd gone back and and I was very tired. So we took a little bit of a nap and we we're like, okay, let's go get some food and then we'll go to Magic Kingdom because it was going on till uh, two a.m. Oh, it was eleven to one. Eleven to one. Uh-huh. And I was thinking after hours or till two a.m. Uh-huh. So um, so we're like, oh, we'll go to Steakhouse Seventy One. So we went over there. We tried to do the lounge and uh, turned out we were just late enough where you couldn't get food. Like ten minutes late. Yeah. And so then we ended up eating at, um, what was it? Contempo Cafe. Contempo Cafe. (laughs) Contemporary. Fancy dining, if you will, (laughs) and contemporary. But we were hungry, so it worked. Um, So our our, our best laid plans that we were going to get like, uh, I was going to get like the stack burger. And then I was probably going to try, I I still have yet to try that um, coffee based like uh, drink they have, like the bourbon or whatever. But so we didn't do that. Instead, we had a burger at Contempo Cafe and some chicken fingers. And it was they, a were, very, they were fine. A very class A date, if you will. So classy. But so classy. I mean, it was kid free. So <laughs> that was the best part. <laughs> it was classy. We I love have... my kids, but it was the best part. It was chicken fingers and fries and burgers by, without mean, we, having to deal with. We ate kids. what they would have eaten. It's true. We, so we did. We there's did. that. But. But yeah, so we'll have a whole, uh, we will have a vlog on that one, but we'll also talk about in, in the show probably next week. Um, yeah. Or we'll later play, this we'll, week. We'll maybe. probably talk about um, on Thursday. But how that is, because, uh, you know, it was, it was fun. It to, was fun. To do that. But, it was fun. But today we are talking all about Flower and Garden as we were there the opening day of Flower the and Epcot Garden. The Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival, more specifically. Excuse me. I am so sorry. <laughs> I, I messed that one up. It's all good. Uh, but yeah, so that's what we're going to talk about today. So before we get to that, though, just want to remind everybody, if you want even more content from us, if you want to help contribute to the show and all that stuff, you should join Club 32. And that is our private group where we uh, were able to upgrade equipment, you know, continue funding the operation here, keep the lights on, keep the website going, all that stuff. And in return, you get more content like uh, extra shows like Cool Kids Kitchen, which is a monthly live stream where we make a Disney dish. We have... Club 32 show, we have uh, Club 32 Speakeasy, we have a private podcast feed where all the additional content goes on there. Those have music loops on them as well, so it's like entrance, like Epcot music, uh, park entrance, so if there's people, things you guys want, you can request it in there. Uh, there's a private Facebook group. There is, there's going to be plenty more stuff coming into Club 32. I can tell you we're working on that right now. But um, on top of that, and then there is uh, Club 30. You get 20% off of C-Team Apparel and 1901 Candle Company products year-round. And uh, all that stuff. So again, if you want to go there, go to ctmvip.com. And uh, monthly or yearly options there. You can even do a free trial. And of course, we do live streams when we're in the parks as well. So we, when we were trying some dishes uh, over the, you know, when we were at Flower and Garden, we live streamed that and talked about it a little bit so you can kind of get some sneak peeks and uh, things like that. So again, ctmvip.com is where you go for that. And if you'd want to join there, we'd love to have you. So, awesome. All right. Like we said, we're talking all about flower and garden today. So, yes. if you are unfamiliar with flower and garden, what this is, and Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival, <laughs> uh, Jamie, what is kind of the basic overall thing of what is, uh, what is this festival? 
So, I mean, this festival celebrates, it celebrates a uh, horticulture. It celebrates flowers. It celebrates um, different, different kinds of growth and plants and stuff around the globe, if you will. It celebrates it. And it runs March 1st through July 5th. And that is 127 days. And you'll yes. find topiaries, gardens, outdoor kitchens, scavenger hunts, festival merchandise, Garden Rocks concert series, and so much more, which we will talk about today. Yes. Uh, so the first thing we will talk about, we will hit on this list because that was a that was a general overall view there. But mm-hmm. one of the main things about Flower and Garden are the topiaries, the exhibits, and the gardens that are that are part of this. Um, so there are over twenty six groups of topiaries scattered throughout the park. Um, so you've got, so what have been some of your favorites? Um, I, so I really like the TikTok croc from Peter Pan cause he's got his mouth just wide open. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I love him a lot. Um, I also like this, uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs and they seem to like sometimes move around like they're like sometimes they're inside Germany. Sometimes they're outside of Germany. Sometimes like they move them different places, but uh, I was happy to see all of them this year. Yeah. And then this year, the new ones they had in Kanto. Which had yes. Mirabel, Antonio, Isabella, and Luisa, mm-hmm. but, and this was right when you walk in the park, mm-hmm. so it was kind of a cool touch. And I like uh, so yeah, so it's it's a uh, it's them four standing in the, their very front garden area, like right, like kind of just right in front of your standing in the middle, so you can see um, Spaceship Birth behind them. But Antonio's got like a toucan on his shoulder. There's that flower arch that goes over Isabella. Even Mirabel has a butterfly. That you can't see during the day very well, but at night, it actually glows. It does. It's a nice touch. It does. But uh, yeah, very pretty. And then there's also Tiana. Yep, she's new this year. And she's in America. She's in the American Pavilion. And uh, very, very beautiful. Very beautiful topiary. And very lo- like big. Her dress is really big. And she's got kind of an arch behind her that is supposed to mimic like those magnolia trees. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's yeah. it's it's gorgeous. So, um, good job, Disney Imagineering and the horticulture team. Clap, clap, clap. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't <laughs> know if you know that or job. not, but those plants don't grow naturally that way. I know, but they it's did a weird, great job. Yeah. Although I do <laughs> wish they had the the Lightning McQueen one. Uh, they didn't I have that one this year. Love that. So they it's been years since they. Ha- I think I want to say twenty. Uh, I know they had it in twenty seven. Uh, 2018 maybe it's been a couple of years yeah but oh man that was the coolest one our son would love that one he would love it yeah um and then you know i i talked we talked about last year how you know a conto came out christmas of 2021 mm-hmm. in that area so we thought oh my gosh it's such a popular movie they're gonna have it for flower and garden in 2022 well that didn't happen and then you find out that it takes literally like months to to prep these and grow these and they just weren't ready for it oh i'm sure so i'm really happy that they did it this year like really happy i'm sure they take time to do (laughs) i yeah Yeah. i mean they're i mean it's one of those things where i don't know for me i'm not you know i don't have like a green thumb i look and they're pretty or do i (laughs) but yeah the the work that goes into them i'm sure is immense so they're uh they're 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 living works of art if you will what what are one of your like favorite tobiaries um the Lion King one was cool. Always a classic. That one was pretty in depth. Remember um, when that was over by Germany? It's moved around. It's a lot of them around. move around quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're talking about the Semba one? 
Yeah, over there, the kind of where the construction walls are currently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that one. Yeah, that like the, the one. Buzz Lightyear one's cool, Woody mm-hmm. one's like that. So yeah, I mean, I mean they're all cool looking. Um, it's not yeah. like I, I don't know. To me, I'm not I'm not really huge into like horticulture, so it's not one where I'm like yeah. But you can appreciate the work and stuff for that sure. Went into it. Yeah, and they're you know yeah. like even the um, well the Beauty and the Beast one's always good. Over oh, always in, over in France. Always always in depth. So yeah, they didn't have the Ratatouille one this year. Well, I couldn't. At least I couldn't find it. I didn't see it. It may have been back in Ratatouille, though. Maybe I didn't, didn't find it on the list, which is in the passport. Yeah, it wasn't listed, so that's okay. Maybe but. he got demoted. Maybe he yeah. did. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So also they have global gardens and exhibits that can be found as well. So there's blossoms of fragrance, which is back this year. So this can be found on the bridge to the world showcase, and this is Scentsy fragrances are pumped out. And it uh, it smells really good in here. Yeah, so like they kind of they kind of have all the the, the plants and the, the flowers like labeled, and in between those they'll have a scentsy fragrance that are just coming out like just mm-hmm. spewing out. So it smells amazing when you walk by there. So if you don't know, haven't been by there in the past couple of years that they've done it, or I think it was last year, maybe it was the first year, um, you gotta walk by. You gotta at least you know take take a whiff. Take a whiff of this. Take a uh, whiff. Take a whiff of this since he said. Take a whiff. That's what she said. I'm just saying. You did technically so true. say that. Um, <laughs> also, the Butterfly House, which is always a very known thing with Flower and Garden, is mm-hmm. now called the Butterfly Landing. I don't know what the difference really is. Uh, but this is right where, I mean, it, it really hasn't changed. It's kind of right near where you always have Winnie the Pooh interacting outside, uh, right mm-hmm. near the land pavilion. Right, If you go outside the land pavilion and take a right, it's basically right there. Yeah, um, it used to be in the middle um, where considered world celebration is. So like it used to be on the other side of Starbucks whenever that was in the middle. Mm -hmm. It used to be on the other side of that for a couple of years. Anyway, yeah, Butterfly Landing. Great place. Well, to the see last few years, it's been in the same spot. I'm time. sorry. Yeah, if for a few years before that, it was in. I wasn't the talking middle. like a decade ago. I'm so <laughs> sorry, Jared. <laughs> Just saying. I will clarify myself. Um, yeah. So butterflies galore. Um, you know, it's 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 good for for kids. Kids like it. Unless they're scared of butterflies, which some oh, kids are scared of butterflies. That's true. But just so nice and like, just happy in there. Like, how can you be mad when you see little butterflies flying around? I can't. I don't know if it would. I find it very neutral. I don't know if it makes me happy. I mean, it's. I mean, butterflies aren't enraging, nor to me are they. <laughs> like, I would hope not. Yeah, well, butterflies like don't make me angry and they don't make me happy. They're just. They're just there. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I don't know if they're soothing. I don't. Maybe they are for some people. I don't know. Well, I do like this too because um, they have like an actual little butterfly houses, and you can learn. You can learn about the life cycle of butterflies, their habitat, all that stuff. It's wonderful. I. I enjoy learning in my theme parks. I do. Epcot is the is the park to learn at. I want to learn. That makes one of us. Okay. Anyways, yes, you can go in here and learn about butterflies, <laughs> and they're uh, you can see they're you can even see their cocoons. Cocoons. I say that. They're called chrysalis. Jared. Well, they're cocoons. Cocoons are moths. You can use your fancy private well, private I'm, school words. I'm just <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. On the north side where we go to public school, those are cocoons. Okay. I'm just trying to be accurate. All right. Anyways, okay. Moving on. <laughs> um, there's also two new gardens this year. One is the community garden and world celebration area by the Purple Martins. 
And the other is the, I'm going to mess this one up, Shishi Odushi. Odashi? Shishi Odoshi. Yes, in the Japan Pavilion, whatever that. Mm-hmm. I butchered that. Apologies to Japan. Um, <laughs> they have those are so it's basically water, like Japanese water fountains, and the more pre- precise name is I think it's Sozu. Sure. Um, and these fountains are basically segmented tubes, usually made of bamboo. Um, have one side as a balancing point. The rest, it's heavier with the end down resting against a rock. So trickle water goes into the upper part and the tube accumulates and eventually moves the tube center of gravity past the pivot, causing the tube to rotate and dump out the water. And then it falls back against the rock and it makes a sharp sound and it keeps going. So it's, it's, but it's very like, it's, it sounds like almost like music, like chimes almost. I'm pretty sure in most, uh, you know, like in the Karate Kid, I think he had one of those, and that's when he learned how to do kung fu. Well, <laughs> okay, but there's like, um, so when you if you go to the Japan booth, it's like right by the bonsai trees. Yes, in that area. Yeah. So if you go by that, make sure you stop and take a look at them. Um, and there's some more similar kind of garden or kind of fountains if you go back that by Kutsura Grill. If yeah, you walk up there. The Japan Pavilion is always one. It's it's uh, it's very deep back there and uh-huh. it's got a lot of cool it's got a lot of nice little if you can get a table some nice little shaded seats you can take back there kind of mm-hmm. like it's a good place to take a beat because it's quiet back there too so unless the drums unless the drums are going well but those are just yeah that's true but they're, but they're not like i don't think they're like disturbing they're you know yeah unless you get really close they're very rhythmic and just bassy uh-huh. but yeah yeah they're not like but they don't really yeah, they're loud back there, but they're not like overpoweringly loud, right? At least, so I think it's nice. Yeah, um, yeah, that one, that one's definitely a good one. So I would suggest you go check those out this year. Yes, <laughs> go and check those out, please. All right, uh, let's move on to the ever popular festival merchandise. Which, if you guys listen to the show for very long, obviously this is my strong suit. Uh, these are sure. this is very much what I'm into. Um, so I'll take this over. Sorry, so this is going to be mostly Jamie because <laughs> okay. I can. I mean, I saw a lot of this, and mm-hmm. I will say there was more. It seemed like there was more for Flower and Garden than there was for Festival of the Arts. Yeah, and I even agree for with that. and even for food and wine. So yes, yeah, I, yeah, I, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. Um, so there are four collections this year. There is the ever popular Orange Bird, um, the new Snow White collection, which is nice. Uh, Figment, which he's always around, and then the annual pass holder collection. Um, just so you know, the annual pass holder collection is focused on like basically Orange Bird, Snow White, and Figment together. So they have like all their stuff is them together, which is fine. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, not much of the annual pass holder side, so I'll just say that real quick. They've got um, they've got a, like a, a, a ringer shirt, which is which is cool. I actually like that shirt, but it was long sleeve ringer. Or like three, four sleeves. I was like, no, nah, it's too hot for that. I can't do that. Um, True. And then uh, some magnets. And um, there was like a, I think there was a, a magic band maybe. I'm not sure. There were a couple um, of magic bands, if I remember yeah. correctly. Yeah. Um, there's a Figment one. But yeah, Figment's got, it's a very like a light green with like light purples kind of um, kind of style this year. Um and Orange Bird, very 70s retro, which if you're not into that, you're really not going to like that. Like like it, any of the merchandise is all like that. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of pieces where I'm just like, that's too much for me. Like the like the mouse ears this year. I just didn't like it. I, I, I think I joked on the show like two weeks ago or a week ago 
that it made me feel like I was in my grandma's kitchen because she had like an avocado color refrigerator. It's very, it's very <laughs> 70s. Had that. Yeah. Yeah. It was just very 70s. Um, and they have some like tanks. They have a hat, which I did get a hat. Um, they have the spirit jersey. They only had one spirit jersey this year. It was that one. And uh, it was nice. It wasn't as good as the year before. The one that had the year before was like really good. Um, and then Snow White collection is very like pale pink and like a pale blue and like light and airy colors. So um, again, lots of ears, lots of magnets, lots of, there's an apron, there's gloves, um, bucket hats, lots of mugs, lots of services. Do you notice how many services? There was there? a lot of drinking. A lot of drinking uh, things. Uh, vessels, if this, you will. Yeah. There's a stepping stone, there's planters, um, and then the most popular, I think the most popular items were the lounge flies, and there's a figment lounge fly and an orange bird lounge fly. Um, the day we were there on the first day, they sold out of them in like 30 minutes, they sold, like really quickly, but have no fear, they restocked them later that day and then into the next day. So if you're looking to get a lounge fly, I wouldn't hesitate, but they are restocking them periodically. FYI. I'm still perplexed at Wildfly's <laughs> popularity, but yes, that, that if, if you enjoy small bags who uh, are expensive, they, they have plenty that they will sell you and um, they sell out quickly. <laughs> now, I, I was going to say this till we talked about Outdoor Kitchen, but I'll go ahead and say it now. But there is um, at Citrus Blossom, you can buy an Orange Bird Sipper, which is a new version this year. So the last two years, I think they had the same kind of Orange Bird Sipper, which we have one where it's orange bird holding an orange with a straw on it. Well, this year is an orange bird holding an orange with a straw on it, and there's a smaller orange with another straw. <laughs> so it's, it's an inception. It's orange an inception bird, orange if you, bird. If you will. Um, so that you can buy that at the Citrus Blossom um, at our kitchen, as well as the orange bird golden book, which we actually have that already. I, uh, bought, it, I bought it at Target. Oh, that's right. Many yeah. moons ago. And, yeah. uh, I don't think we've read it yet, but we do have it. So you can, yes, and you can get it there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, also you have the festival markets and you can get more festival merchandise, including like they've got the small character topiaries you can get. Um, they're so expensive. They are very expensive. Like what are they like? $500? Oh my gosh. And they're, they're, sh they're small. Yeah. I mean, they're like what? Two feet tall. Maybe they weren't, they were not very big. No. And they're, and they were going pretty quickly. They're, they're pretty popular. Um, there's also no festival spork this year. They used to sell the sporks mm -hmm. for the festival. I think the last, I think they did a Remy one at Flout, a Food and Wine. I think that's the last one they had. I don't remember. I don't remember their one being for the holidays or arts. Uh, I don't recall. I mean, it could be one of those things where maybe it's just not there. It wasn't their opening day. They might have it later, but they, they might. They at least they didn't have it on opening day. I mean, yeah. sometimes they don't have everything ready for opening day. So yeah. Yeah, but lots of choose from this year, and it's spread all throughout the festival. So I'm sure you'll find something you, you like. Um, if you w if you want to buy some stuff, they will have things that you can buy. Absolutely, this is true. And they also have very much uh, similar to food and wine. They have a concert series. This one's called Garden Rocks Concert Series. So on select nights in the America Gardens Theater, which is in America, as you might guess, <laughs> they host popular musical acts. They play three times a night, 5.30, 6.45, and 8 o'clock. And the performance lasts around 30 minutes. So you can get premium seating if you do a Garden Rocks dining package, like they do with all these. So you can choose mm -hmm. to book a package at Akershus Beer Garden, 
uh, Coral Reef, Garden Grill, La Cilier, Rosen Crown, and Spice Road Table. Uh, prices for those start at $47 per person. Same-day packages are available at Regal Eagle for $35 per person, but they can go pretty quick depending on kind of who's playing, if it's somebody really popular. But um, No question. We've never done a dining package for any of the concert series. Mm-hmm. Do you think we'll ever do one? Uh, I... Uh, there's never been anybody come that I'm like, wow, I would be willing to spend like $90 between the two of us first, to see them. Mm-hmm. I mean, the closest would have been Kenny G and it turned out we didn't even need it. We had really good seats just by being there. Right. So I don't know. For me personally, I think most of the time it's probably unnecessary. I okay. mean, they have enough show time. I mean, showings where you can usually... And, and the thing is, like, even if you're walking through there, it's a short concert. Even if you stood there for 30 minutes you're going to be able to see it and hear it. So I don't know. I mean, not that saying we never will, but for me personally, I just don't feel the need to do it. I understand. I it's it's a nice like date night thing, I think. You know, if you want to make it like a full-on date night, you could do that. Especially if you want to eat at one of the places that's offered. Like if you really want to eat there, then this might just be an easy way to, you know, make sure you get a good seat. You yeah. Know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm saying that scenario. I mean, it, it, I guess we're just putting it down. Is there anybody I'm willing, I'm like dying to see? Like there's never been anybody come through. I'm just like, I got to see them. Well, maybe that's the problem. I maybe. mean, outside, outside of Kenny, but I saw Kenny. So, I mean, what about, what if sync? What, what if like the whole sync? Ba- oh man, they would never, they would that. never come. Don't worry. <laughs> they would never. Yeah, that's true. Do you think they're going to do a reunion tour at Epcot? No. Well, I mean like 98 degrees. They all came. I mean, as much as I love Lachey, you do love Lachey. Uh, and it, when it, it's hot outside, it's, it's getting it's getting really Lachey out here. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. They're not in sync, you know. They're sure. not on that level. When boy, as boy bands go, they have a lot of hate mail. For I don't have hate. Things. I like ninety eight degrees. <laughs> I'm just saying, in terms of boy bands, you know, they're 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 mid. They're, Again, you were gonna have a lot of hate mail because there's some ninety eight degree fans out there. They're like not Jared Lee. I'm not saying they're not it, as boy bands go. I'm just saying. I mean, uh, I'm just you know, I I would just say if they did a thing, the Backstreet Boys aren't playing Epcot. Ninety eight degrees half. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I mean, Joey Fatone uh, was there. Yeah, but you take one out and that's just the person. I mean, you know. I'm just saying. Okay. Well, I guess I guess Jerry doesn't ever want to Boy do bands it. are all about the ensemble, not as much like individual, I would say. Well, I outside you, of. Okay. You know, well, I guess you JT. don't ever want to do a dining package, which is fine. I didn't say never. I just said. In terms you said of, probably not. Basically. Well, I said in terms of just <laughs> catching a certain act. I've never seen anybody where I'm like, I'm willing to spend. Because at that, at that price point. Then you're talking about you could probably spend that money to go see an actual like full concert. Um, but whole, but you're artist. getting a meal too. That's the thing. It's not like I you're understand. just spending it for just the seat. I you're spending it for the food too. I, I understand. Which was my point is being like if they're at that restaurant, you really want to try that restaurant. Like we've never had Lasillier before. What if we want to try Lasillier and also go see someone like that? Maybe we're like semi interested in. All right. Well, one of these days, apparently, we will review it. And whenever, uh, I don't know who the act will be. Maybe it will be plain white tees. Okay. We'll see. Uh, and the, uh, the next aspect to flower and garden is the kid stuff. So they do have things for kids here, which is nice. Um, not a ton. All right. Uh, they have off the off garden, which is by creations. It's off as in terms of the off spray Yeah. for bugs. 
And this is the play area. That's the playground. That's right outside of it and kind of across from Test Track. Uh, we, we frequent this place many times with our children. It's very popular with them and it's popular with a lot of little kids. So, yeah, I mean, this one, I'm glad they have it. You know, they used to have it, another one over by like the Imagination Pathway. They used to, yeah. Remember they, and it's like, it looked like the, um, look, I, I don't know, I don't know what it's called, but it's like the net, it looks like a spider. Yeah, I think this makes more sense here, though, because it's a little bit more, it's got a little bit more space. It's not as cramped, because that area over there is kind of cramped. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. There's also Spike's Pollination Exploration, which is where you follow Spike the Bee on his pollination trail, where he will be busy collecting nectar and pollinating gardens. You buy a map, you look for Spike and his corresponding flower or plant, put the stickers in the right spot, and you turn in the map for a prize. And what are the prize options, Jared? Well, they have eight prize options this year. They have Figment, Snow White, Orange Bird, and Spike, and they each have a cup and a plate. So you can choose from a cup or a plate for each of those mm-hmm. each of those guys. You got to make a choice, though. You can't have both. <laughs> you want to drink or do you want to eat off of this person's face? And then starting March 13th, they have Extravaganza Scavenger Hunt, which is basically they hide character-themed eggs around World Showcase and some in Epcot as well. Um, but it's, it's like the same map and prize things, like rules apply. Uh, the prizes are to be determined. But uh, we will... We'll probably, we might do this hunt first since it's limited time. Um, and then, but we, I do want to do both because our, our kids do enjoy that looking for the bees and looking for like, they don't like the figment one as much, but they like looking for Olaf bees, mm-hmm. the one, um, Remy. So uh, this, the scavenger hunt is a, is a family favorite with us. Yes. And, and our daughter is determined to find things. So she, she mm-hmm. does well with this. So. And you can buy these maps in a lot of different places, but there's only a few places you can turn it in for the prize. FYI, this is also true. I think Port of Entry and Port of Entry and I don't know if World Traveler has it, but Port of Entry has the main place. I know for sure you can turn it in for a prize. Yes. So, yep. Indeed. We're thrilled to announce the release of our latest shirt design, celebrating the return of Happily Ever After. If you're like us, you've been eagerly anticipating the return of the best fireworks show Magic Kingdom has ever seen. And what's a better way to celebrate than with our exclusive Happily Ever After comeback tour shirt? Yes, and all Capture the Magic apparel shirts are some of the softest shirts you'll ever wear and hand-printed by us in our studio, ensuring they'll look great wash after wash for years to come. Plus, our shirts come in a variety of sizes so the whole family can join in on the fun. Indeed. So don't miss out on your chance to commemorate the return of Happily Ever After with this exclusive shirt release. So head to ctmshirts.com to check out our full collection and place your order today. All right. The uh, next thing we will talk about, which is the thing most people uh, you know, want to experience when it comes to most any of the festivals at Epcot, which is the outdoor kitchens. So we tried a few of these places. We didn't try all of them by any means because it would be a ton. Uh, but we tried... We tried to try the new dishes. So they didn't really have any new booths necessarily, but they had a lot of new dishes this year. So we'll, kinda, we'll go through some of the ones that we did try. Uh, first one we did was Citrus Blossom. And uh, where was this one at, Jamie? So the Citrus Blossom is located in the Odyssey. And this is the only outdoor kitchen that is located indoors. 
So it makes it very unique. It's also a place where you can buy a lot of the festival merchandise because that's the only little section in there. Um, but there's lots of seating inside. It's also the place where you can buy the Orange Bird Sipper and the Golden the uh, golden Book as well. Um, but we really enjoyed this, this outdoor kitchen. We ended up getting almost everything. Almost. I think this one is, was my favorite one. Yeah. Basically by far. Yeah. Uh, so the thing here that was a standout to me was the orange sesame tempura shrimp with orange chili sauce. Uh, so $7, but you got five pieces of shrimp with this and they were yeah. tempura. So they're pretty long. So I was actually surprised at how much you got for this. Mm -hmm. And it was excellent. Mm -hmm. It was very good. We actually got this twice. We got this once on Wednesday, once on Thursday. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's, I think this was my favorite dish at the entire festival. It yeah. really and it, it, I mean, at $7, it's not a terrible value getting five big pieces of shrimp. So sure. I think uh, I, I think if you're hungry, that's a good one to get as well. well. And it wasn't super, it wasn't super hot. You know, it's this orange chili, orange chili sauce. It makes you think it's going to be like hot. It was more like the, there's this chili sauce you can buy at Trader Joe's. Um, it was like that. So it was, it was, it was very good. Highly recommend. Yeah, I don't think it was spicy at all. No. Uh, I didn't. I didn't believe so. But Very worth uh, it. Uh, next thing we tried here was the citrus baked brie. And it said, with preserved lemon marmalade, uh, limoncello mar macerated blueberries, <laughs> I think. Limoncello macerated? Sure. And spiced ma uh, marcona almonds. Mm -hmm. uh, this was 525 and what, what did you think about this one? I didn't know if I was going to like this. I'm not a huge cheese person, but it was actually, it actually wasn't bad. If you don't like lemon though, because the lemon kind of glazes all over the top of it. So if lemon isn't your thing, you're not going to like it. But I thought the lemon with the, with the, with the brie together and the, is like the pastry was like very, um, it was kind of doughy. A little bit. Kind of yeah. doughy. I thought it was excellent. You know, I didn't eat the almonds. So well, as somebody who doesn't care for lemon, it wasn't. I actually like this in the, the other dish. Oh, we'll good. talk about in a second. Th they both lemon based, but they weren't. It was a. It was like a sweeter lemon, so it wasn't over overwhelmingly like intense lemon. So I thought this was pretty good. Um, to my surprise, I didn't think I would like this because again, I'm not like like you get like a you know lemon chicken things like that. I just don't like lemon stuff. Yeah, uh, but thought this was good. And the, ne and the next one we tried was the lemon meringue pie. And this is lemon curd, lemon mousse, uh, toasted meringue. And this is four seventy five. And again, this one very lemon heavy. But I thought this one was really good. Yeah. And it wasn't tart. It wasn't super duper tart. It wasn't tart really at all. It was no. it definitely both of them were definitely more sweet. Mm -hmm. So it almost more. It was almost like the lemon was mixed with like a citrusy flavor. Well, and maybe that's what they were kind of going for here in terms of not as maybe more orangish with uh, is what I mean. I see. Okay. Um, but I was like, lemon is citrus. <laughs> well, I just, I, I, when I think of citrus, I think of orange. Okay. But All it's right. just me. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was good. I, I mean, for a dessert, it was probably the best dessert, maybe. You thought, oh, I don't agree, but I'll tell you why later. Okay. I thought the meringue was really good. Yeah, it was good. It was almost, it, was it wasn't good. like a meringue pie. It was almost like, uh, what's that stuff that the the stuff you get out of the kit? Like people will you like whipped marshmallows? You can put you can spread like marshmallow cream. Yeah, it was like marshmallow. It was more marshmallow cream than it was to me meringue in terms of like okay. what I think about meringue. So okay. I thought this was good, and again, this was one that I did not expect to be very good. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, as you, I mean, that's all the the food items. Um, you got some beer though. They did. They all they had three beers. Uh, that I got two of these because the other one was like an IPA. Mm-hmm. I'm not really big on IPA, so these were all citrus uh, and honey and stuff like that. So the first one I tried was the UFO Beer Company Citrus Hazy Wheat Beer. Uh, this one was this one was my favorite. Okay. It was it was kind of a blue moon with a little bit more of like a uh, like a honey to it. Okay. It was really good. Very similar to a blue moon. Okay. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And then the other one was an 81 Bay Brewing Co. Citrus Honey Cream Ale. I had the 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 way that that sounds. I was like, oh man, that sounds really good. It was good, but it wasn't as you know. You see, like I'm a honey cream ale. You kind of think like, oh, it's going to be a certain like flavor. Thicker, maybe? well, more like um sweeter maybe okay um it wasn't that again it was good it just wasn't what i was quite expecting but i would say this one was not as good as the other one but both were very good okay. um I, you might try the flight with this because i think the flight would be pretty good and the third one they had here i can't remember what it was but it was more of like a ipa type thing and I, okay. just don't, I don't care for ipas okay and each of those were 950 if you get to 12 ounce if you get to yep. six ounce they're 550 a piece and you could do okay. the flight for 10 yeah so that would give you all three that you could try yeah, and besides that, besides the merchandise, besides being indoors, they had a lot of, um, I guess, Instagrammable walls. So like Florida, what did it say on the wall? Like Florida something company. I don't, remember, um, I don't remember what it said. It was great for pictures, and there was another wall for as well. So um, yeah, we we spent a lot of time in here. Um, on Thursday, we were here. We sat like for an hour, I swear, and just didn't move. So um, we really enjoyed this place, and that's why it's our favorite uh, outdoor kitchen for this year. Yeah, it, uh, this was you my know? favorite. I mean, granted, you're indoors, but don't get tricked into thinking that it's nice and super air conditioned in here. Because if you've noticed, muggy. if you've noticed with Disney, they don't crank the AC up like they used to. Nope. So, nope. Uh, it's it's cooler than it is outside, but it's not what I would say um, is insanely comfortable. Let's put it that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. You know, so yep. just keep that in mind, especially as it gets a little warmer as the months go on here. But, All right. Uh, all right, the next kitchen uh, that we tried was the Honey Bistro. Mm-hmm. And I had the chicken waffles, chicken and waffles, sorry. It says crispy honey brine chicken and honey sweet cornbread waffle with whipped honey butter and spicy honey. This is six seventy five. This was new this year. Um, so I'm this one confuses me because everybody else that's tried this said they liked it. Mm-hmm. In fact, somebody said on... on Instagram that I follow said that she loved this. This is her favorite dish. Uh, for me, and I think for you too, the cornbread consistency as a waffle turned us off. Well, yeah. When when I think of chicken and waffles, there's a certain flavor, flavor profile that I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you say waffle, if you would have said chicken and cornbread, I think I would have gone into it thinking a little bit differently. But... Mm-hmm. They made, again, the waffles made out of cornbread and it crumbled like right away. Yeah. So it was kind of hard to do the chicken with the cornbread. It wasn't that this was bad. It was okay. Right. It wasn't, it just wasn't Um There great. wasn't, there wasn't much of the honey on it, I would say. Like a, there was a little bit on the chicken, but it wasn't like there was a lot of honey. And normally with like chicken and waffles, you would have honey or syrup. A decent amount of it. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a there a, were some. There was a little, but not much. There was some. So I think I could have used more of that. But it was just a strange. Uh, 
it was just a strange combination. It again, it wasn't that it was bad. I think for me, if you would have just said chicken and cornbread, I'd have been like, oh, okay. But it, it kept falling apart. It wasn't a wall like. Yeah, it, just, it was kind of weird. And the chicken was dry. We had we had a pretty dry piece I've of chicken. I've had better chicken. Yeah. yeah for sure. Mm-hmm. So not not the best, but um, we also had the pollinator flatbread. It said honey whipped mascarpone, honey caramelized onions, blueberry gastrique, gastrique, right? Uh, prosciutto and honey whipped goat cheese, arugula, honey vinaigrette, and bee pollen. That, the bee pollen was strange. And that was six twenty-five. Um we we were we had somebody else with us and we all kind of agreed that it wasn't our favorite. It was just weird. It was it was okay. Uh it definitely could have used yeah. more meat, as I will say about many dishes. Um right. it was yeah, it was just sort of it was okay. It was mostly just bread. It it was mm-hmm. I mean when you see flatbread it typically I mean it's like a fancy way of saying like a pizza well it's kind kind of of. supposed to be kind of um yeah there's just the the goat cheese i think was the best part the kind of like where you could spread it a little bit Mm -hmm. um was the best part it had a sweetness to it Mm -hmm. but yeah the rest of it i don't know it it just didn't work the best i think last year didn't they have like a chicken and honey i think so that was really good i loved that one one. we did like that. so i think if you would have had chicken with this Mm -hmm. it would have been really good i agree with that but just having the prosciutto like i think the prosciutto was really the only meat thing on here okay so it just seemed very it seemed a little bland or missing some stuff yeah because of that but yeah not not our favorite booth. I kind of I had some high hopes for that one, but uh, didn't turn out to be favorite no. one there. Uh, all right, the next booth uh, we went to is Magnolia Terrace. So this one and we had the muffaletta panini with ham, salami, mortadella, porvolone, and Swiss with olive salad. That was six dollars. And oh, this was new by the way. Um, and then we had the bananas Foster's bread pudding, which is four seventy five. We also had the Bayou cocktail, which is Bayou Spiced Rum, Coconut Rum, Fruit Punch, and Orange Juice. Um, real quick, the Muffaletta Panini, I thought it was I thought it was good. Wasn't, it was, wasn't amazing, but it was good. It was good. I, li- I enjoyed it. It had a lot of cheese, a lot of, a lot of ham and salami. It had more than I thought it was going to have, um, but it hit the spot. And I mean, like, you know, we were hungry at the time, so it kind of hit the spot, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, what did you think of the Bananas Foster's? Um, it was actually pudding. pretty good. It was. It looked a little weird uh, when we first got it. Presentation was lacking for sure. Yeah, but it was really good uh, in terms of flavor. I, w- I don't think it was as good as like Ohana bread pudding by any means. Right. But it was very good. For festival bread pudding, this was delicious. And I would definitely get this again. However, if you are not a banana person, like if you just don't care for a ton of banana, maybe a little bit, you may not like this because it is it is pretty strong with banana flavor. I mean, there are bananas in it. There are bananas around it. <laughs> so it's just yeah. a banana dessert. Um, I love this. This I, this was my favorite like dessert thing of the festival, uh, which I went in going and I knowing kinda, it was going to I kind of forgot that. that. I would say this one was better than that lemon meringue. Okay. But yeah, but bread pudding is just sort of, yeah. yeah. Bread pudding is really good. And the Bayou cocktail... Um, very sweet and very, very, very much of a me drink. <laughs> um, I will say this. When it comes to cocktails that are at the booth, 
mm-hmm. at the outdoor my kitchen. My reaction is typically just no, God, <laughs> no, God, please, no. So Why? I say that because they're pre-made, <laughs> um, and they're always weak. They just it's. I don't expect you know, no. I'm not expecting them to have like a bartender there making drinks and all stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I think I've had five or six, you know, cocktails at all of these. And again, they're just always very weak. Typically, they're like for the price you pay. And this one um, was yeah. twelve dollars. Yeah, it's very small. If you actually went into one of the bars and got a mixed drink, you would get much more. It'd be stronger. So. Uh, I, to me, it wasn't anything special. It was just very weak. It was just very fruity. You'd probably have to drink about 12 of these to get anything out of it. Probably. Oh, yeah. It was very very low so, in the alcohol level. Yeah. Yeah. This is what Jamie wanted to get it. I was, yep. I'm was. i kind of at the point where it comes to festival booth uh, cocktails and, and outside outside of beers where I'm just like, I'm good. I got, you know, yeah. they typically just under underwhelm. Yeah. So. so it was, it was, a, it was a decent, it was a decent overall experience there. Yeah. It wasn't a bad one there, yeah. Uh, next uh, booth we hit up was over in France and Flor de Flor de Lis. Flor de Lis. I um, so I am not going to say the French word. Do it. it. No. You took French. You can do it. <sighs> do it. Is it dub de beef de beef a la Provençal compote de tomate au romarin gnocchi a la nequa. Sure. Okay. Braised beef, rosemary tomato, and gnocchi. That was new. Seven fifty five for that. That's an odd price. Seven fifty five. Um. Then we had the tart chocolate mogador, which is chocolate tart with Valrona single origin chocolate brownie, walnuts, and raspberry coolis served warm. That was eight fifty. And then I got a Kir a la Poire. I don't know. I'm sorry. French sparkling wine with Monin Desert Pear. That was $9. That French paid off. <laughs> that was terrible. That, that was terrible. Um, okay. The first one I had was like the Niyoki. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of weird mix. I, the braised beef with like, I don't know. I don't know what Niyoki is normally served with. Um, the beef was a little tough. I, it was okay. It wasn't terrible. It just wasn't my favorite thing. Yeah, I don't really have anything else, much to say about it. Just that it was okay. Yeah, it was like decent. Was I it. mean, it, it was not bad or great. It was just yeah, sort of it was, it was fine. Um, the the tart, the chocolate tart, whatever. I didn't care for this. It had a bunch of walnuts in it. I was a little surprised we, Jamie got this, but she didn't realize it had the, it had the walnuts in it. I don't care for nuts, especially in desserts. Um, and it had the raspberry on top of it. It wasn't bad. It had some sort of like a chocolatey gooey center to it which i liked mm-hmm. but it was mixed in with a bunch of walnuts and it had raspberry on top so i didn't much care for this it was okay but for 850 i feel like it was way overpriced oh i agree with that it was way too much now it was served warm so i don't know if that was why maybe i don't know i don't know either way i thought 850 was a bit steep uh for that and then the the uh, wine with the desert pear um you couldn't really taste the pear much like I mean, it was fine. I mean, I think I finished it, but it was nine dollars, and it was very. It was a small, skinny, little glass, little cup. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if I get that one again. It was. It was fine. It was fine. I. I think I'll go with my, my, uh, 
my fake froze again or whatever. Yeah. Look, the Levian Rose drink. It was because that's a that's a that's a staple. Yeah, I mean France. I've I've listen. I've talked on the show many times. Not my favorite country in general. Uh, it's it's an okay booth typically, but I t- I don't know. I, most of the f- stuff in France, I don't typically. It's not up my alley mm-hmm. on the food side. Yeah, nothing really here changed that. Um, but you know the the uh, I guess you'd just say the the beef with the gnocchi or however you want to say that was okay but that was the best thing here but i don't think i would say go get this over some of the other things we've we've already talked about but yeah uh all right we got a few more here we mm-hmm. talked about so we have the refreshment outpost where jamie went over here and got blake's hard cider company grand cherry hard cider this is a new thing um what do you think about this so this is 11.25 and it was 16 ounces so it was a full it was a full cup whatever I guess two cups. <laughs> um, I really like this. I really like this a lot. I could definitely taste the cherry in the hard cider. And I think, I do we end up drinking the whole thing? Yeah, I got drank. I think you, I think you helped. I mean, I helped to it. drink it, but yeah. But yeah, it was it was refreshing and it was it was really good. It was really good. So Refreshment Outpost is one of the places where you can get 16 ounce beers sometimes mm-hmm. and things. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, the only other place I know of on Disney property that will give you 16 ounces is uh, Baseline. Over at Hollywood Studios, they'll have 16 ounces. Uh, So it's, yeah, if you want a bigger drink, Refreshment Outpost, which is kind of an overlooked, you know, one, especially at festivals, but you can, especially when it comes to drinks, they kind of have some unique stuff in there. Mm -hmm. So it's not a bad spot to get, um, you know, even a Bud Light if you want just a beer, but you can get usually a bigger serving there that's a little bit cheaper as well. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. uh, The next uh, booth we went to is over in, is Hanami over in Japan. And this had the Frushi. Which is uh, what? What is in fruit? Because this is what Jamie likes: strawberry, pineapple, and it's is it lychee? Lychee? I, lychee? I don't know. Lychee? <laughs> I don't know. Wrapped in sweet rice and pink soy wrap, served with whipped cream, drizzled straw, uh, raspberry sauce, and toasted coconut. So for seven fifty. And this is not new. This is a staple. Um, I try to get this every year if I can. Um, and we kind of all shared it with some of the people that we were with. Um, and somebody else got a Nagori dragon fruit sake cocktail, which was new. And it was seven seventy five. And this was a bright pink drink. And you could, I mean, you could taste the alcohol a little bit, but it was, it was a lot sweeter. I actually really enjoyed this. I think I like dragon fruit. Dragon fruit's not bad. Yeah. Uh, Frushi's gross. But that's not, it's not okay. my thing. I, do, I don't. It's not your thing. I don't enjoy Furushi. No, I would rather have real sushi. So <laughs> I just, I, I let others enjoy that. So mm-hmm. I won't even comment on it because it's just. Okay. It's not my thing Fine. at all. <laughs> uh, next one we tried out, which is, this isn't a new booth. It has a different name this year. Uh, it's called Brunch Cot, which last year it was, what was it called last year? Sunshine Griddle. Yes. So same concept, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, over here, we got the shrimp and grits. It had blackened shrimp and cheddar cheese grits with brown gravy and sweet corn salsa. This was seven twenty-five. I thought this one was actually pretty good. I'm not big mm-hmm. on grits. Gr- right. Grits are uh, hit and miss. Now, granted, I didn't grow up in the South. So a lot of people in the South, grits is a normal thing. I grew up with like malto meal. Uh-huh. Was apparently, I'm talking to people, it's like you either grew up with that type of stuff or grits. So... These grits are much more like mashed potatoes, kind of okay. in the way they the texture of them. So, uh, it was the shrimp in them was was good. I, I actually liked it. 
It was a little spicy. I remember taking a bite and being like, oh, these are a little spicy. A little bit. It had yeah. a little bit of a kick to it. Um, but you got like, I think she said four or five pieces of shrimp. You got more than I thought so, you would, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, that's some of the stuff you got more. I mean, especially like the, the shrimp tempura over an orange blossom, mm-hmm. things like that. So some of the stuff you were getting a way more, maybe, maybe they got a good deal on shrimp. I maybe, maybe they, they got a good bulk deal on shrimp. Cause I feel like the <laughs> shrimp dishes, you got a decent amount on. Well, in the new, uh, the new dish at this, um, at this outdoor kitchen was a lox dish, like lox Benedict, I think it was. And I was like, I am not touching that. <laughs> that sounds awful to me, but teach their own. Because lox, if you're unfamiliar, is a fish. Right. Now, I'm not saying a lot of people don't know it's a fish. Is that true? I didn't know it was a fish. You said lox dish, and I was like, what are you talking about? And, you said, and I didn't. I, I'm not a fish person. So. Oh, uh, okay. You just say fish with eggs benedict, and that sounds like the grossest thing I've ever had in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a fish person, and I was like, I don't like Benedict. I was like, this is not this is not for me. Nope. I really wish I wasn't a fish. Like I've told you many times, if you could catch ribeyes in a river, I would be the greatest fisherman that's ever lived. I would dedicate my <laughs> life to it. But fish is, to me, is gross. And I have mm-hmm. no, it's like going fishing would just be a waste because I'd just catch these things and I wouldn't eat them. But I really wish I liked them. It would be so bountiful to have, just go get you some fish and... But yeah. I can't catch cows out of a river. I mean, I'm sorry about that. I mean, you could just like buy a cow. I would much rather. I, no, the whole point is if you could just go catch it. Like think of it, you could just, I'm going to go down to the river. I'm going to go fishing. Or I would just say, I'm going to go beefing. I don't know which way. And I just come back with like ribeyes and sirloins. <sighs> Be great. but I see your point. Yeah. Okay. Instead, it's like, here's salmon. And I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> oh, just me though. Um, all right, and the uh, the last booth here that we tried is the Tangerine Cafe, and over here we got a cider flight, and this was ten dollars. It had Keel Farm Strawberry Elderflower Hard Cider, Bold Rock Tangerine Hard Cider, and Three Daughters Brewing Pomegranate Hard Cider. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think about these? Because you are more cider is up your alley. I do like a good cider. Um, so in order, I like the pomegranate the most. Then the strawberry one, and then the tangerine one. And as you can guess, the pomegranate was the sweetest one. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. I agree with your order, and yeah. these were all very good. Yeah. I was I was impressed $10 is like a good price for those two, because you get like, how many ounces do you think you get? Well, all the flights are the same amount. Right, but like yeah. how many ounces per, per... I would assume it's four. Okay. Because if you get a small serving, it's like five and a half. So I'd say each one's four. So probably all together, you're getting 12. You might get 12 ounces. Because okay. it's a little bit more expensive than getting a 12. I'm trying to remember. It's probably somewhere around there. I would okay. say, yeah. Okay. What do you think? And you thought it was good too? Yeah, I thought they were good. Yeah. I mean, in terms yeah. of as ciders go, I thought they were yeah. They were just fine. Now with this one, I want to go back to Tangerine Cafe because they have this really good hummus trio that I want to try. Looks really good. So... I will let you try that. Okay. I also... Hummus does not... Is, is <laughs> not. I don't enjoy hummus. I'll put it that way. Well, before we move on to something else, I do want to mention, um, both days we, uh, we drove by. We walked by Italy. Slammed. Just slammed. With you, got, you guys, that outdoor kitchen was dead both times, like in the middle of the afternoon. Unfortunately, Italy is just not, it's, it's, it's struggling hardcore. Which is sad because 
Italian it's food Italian is food, great. Man. I don't understand. I don't understand how they can get it so wrong because it, they're just consistently just lacking. I mean, I we haven't we haven't done the Italy booth, outdoor kitchen food studio anything in like years. Yeah. It just, There's a just few times I've tried then. stuff that popped in and it's just yeah, not good. I mean, no. to me you like already just go back in and, and to you got the pizza spot back there. Go get you some pizzas of pizza back there. Um, I know right now you could go to Walmart. They have the toasted ravioli <laughs> that you can buy. That's fantastic. <laughs> Pop that in the oven, put a little marinara sauce on it. It'd be fantastic. Like it's not difficult. Yeah. And Italian food's great, but it's just we walked by there. So, but anyway, so uh, that's all the food and drinks that we tried. Mm-hmm. So uh, definitely our best one we enjoyed the most was citrus blossom. Mm-hmm. I would say without a doubt, I would say get the shrimp tempura. Fantastic. The beers in there were good. Like all of it was in there. Honestly, I didn't have anything in there I didn't like. Same. So same. Definitely was our favorite booth at least this time. So, all right, uh, we got a few more things we're going to talk about. So the next thing we're going to talk about is Garden Grays. So we did not do the Garden Grays, which is the food stroll. Basically, they have one every festival uh, where you have a if you have your little passport that you get, you purchase the food listed on in the options for the Grays. You have the cast member stamp in the correct spot. And once you have five of those stamps, you can collect your prize. And the prize this year at Pri- uh, Pineapple Promenade, as it always is, is mango lime soft serve in a souvenir cup. And I think that sounds really good. Uh, yeah, okay. Sounds decent. It's probably yeah. pretty good. But I think the hummus trio is on the list for the Garden Grace. Um, avocado toast is also there. I'm not an avocado fan, so I won't get that one. So yeah, if we if we have time, maybe we'll do the Garden Grace next time. So. We we will see. <laughs> Perhaps we will. Maybe. Uh, the other thing we talked about there's also some magic shots and lots of photo pass opportunities. Mm-hmm. So I don't think there's any new ones this year. At least that we I saw. I think they were new. But we did do a few since it was it's it's you know it's easier to do photo you know photo pass and magic shots when you don't have kids like in strollers to pull them out and stuff like that. So um, which ones did we do? Um, let's see. I did Orange Bird uh, landing on my finger at the park entrance. We did Spike on a flower in Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had two in the one. Uh, we hit okay. We had a rainbow, like we we're both holding the side of a rainbow, and also a floral frame, and that was on the pathway to the Imagination Pavilion. And then we had a Mickey heads. I don't know if this is a festival thing. I think it just might be there all the time. The Mickey heads on Spaceship Earth outside the seas pavilion so like you take a picture and it's lit up behind you with different colors and it looks like mickey heads instead of just the, like circle lights yes so um yeah that's that's the those are the ones we did and it was fun yeah. I, I like getting those pictures I like they, they are they also have the 360 photo you can do in front of but that's all the time i was trying to say that's all the time yeah. but they do have that available mm-hmm. uh, most of the time out there but. yeah and i'm sure there's more i'm sure there's more out there but those are the ones that we got to do so Yes, there's prob- there are probably some more. That is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, there's also the Beacons of Light Festival show. So this is the show that takes place on Spaceship Earth. They mm-hmm. do you know light show. So uh, for this year, the new one was themed to Encanto. We caught the end of it, so we didn't see the entire thing. And it was to the side, too, so yeah. we didn't see all of but it. But it did have uh, the Encanto music and things like that. They're also playing uh, Colors of the Wind, which is from last year. So I don't know. That was interesting that they were... They were I didn't know they were going to do that. Putting that in the rotation. Yeah. And they also had the Epcot 40th 
playing in there as well. So they, they were rotating. It was like Epcot 40th in Canto, Epcot 40th, Cubs of the Wind, and then they repeated that sequence and it played, and the show plays every 10 minutes. Yeah, so it was basically every other one was the Epcot 40th one, and it went back and forth between Encanto and Colors of the Wind. So you could be waiting 30 minutes-ish if you want to see the Encanto one. Yeah. Just FYI. Yeah. So we, we ran into that problem. <laughs> We're like, we got to go. I, yeah, I was surprised anyway. the Colors of the Wind played. Um, yeah, we weren't expecting that. But yeah, so but it does yeah. play every 10 minutes. <clears throat> so if you did miss one, there's another one coming up, which is kind of nice because you can just sit there. And, and it's not really that crowded out there because it plays so much. So it's yeah. not a, it's not like trying to get a spot for a fireworks show. It's kind of more chill. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is nice. So, yep. And the last thing we're going to talk about are some festival tips because uh, mm-hmm. we've gone to a few of these. We have. We um, have. So... The first tip, I think we would say about any festival and just in general about going to Disney probably, but um, try and visit during the week if you can. Uh, weekends are always going to be much busier because you just have mm-hmm. locals come in, especially if you're if you're at, at Epcot on a Friday, like Friday morning isn't bad and you can literally see the transition and all of a sudden you just start seeing people dressing up and coming in and it's locals that are basically like having date night or just, you know, it's mm-hmm. like a party thing. So weekends are going to be much busier due to locals. And, you know, just in general. So and we noticed, too, like Wednesday, obviously, was a little busier because it's like all of the, you know, the influencers and the bloggers and the vloggers and all the media people are there. Um, but Thursday was not busy at all because not many of them were there. And it was really nice. Middle, it was in the middle of the week and it was great. Yeah, I think in general, like on the second day of a festival would probably be the, the best time to do it. Because again, unless, the first... Unless it's a weekend. Right. Oh, well, yeah, okay. In this <laughs> yeah. instance, it was open on a Wednesday. Right. Um, just because of that, yeah, you've got media and everybody coming in on that first day. So, yeah. In general. Um, also, make a plan in general for all these. Make a plan for what outdoor kitchens you want to visit. Um, you get back there. There's so many. You're going to get back in there. If you don't know where to go, there's just tons of these places. So I would find the passport book, make a list. Yeah, or do it before you leave. Ideally, you would do it before you leave. Mm -hmm. That's true. And I'd say it's pretty easy to visit between, I don't know, between 5 and 7, maybe. Um, If you want to be more leisurely about it, maybe 4 or 5. But I think that's a good goal, is if you're you're wanting to try different foods here and there, you can probably visit that many and, and not feel, like, rushed. Yeah, I would agree. This is my opinion, though. I don't know. Yeah. All right, what's the next one? Uh, the next one is living with the land gets a little festival sprucing. So you can see some flower and garden touches in there. Now it's already has the, the food vegetables and flowers and stuff that they grow, but they do add like, you know, they do it for all festivals really like Christmas time. They have the whole lights and, and ornaments and trees and stuff. This one, they, they'll put up like little tables, with little uh, like place settings and, mm-hmm. and uh, like more flowers and, and it's cute. So if you want to see any of that addition to that that ride, then that's a good idea. I kind of wish they would sell that. I think this is a merchandise idea. They should sell living with the land pillows. So when you mm-hmm. ride it, you can just go right to sleep. Yeah. Because that ride just puts you, it just gives you, it's a nice little 15 minute nap mm-hmm. in the middle of your day. It's great. You just had a little pillow. You could just, there you go. Mm-hmm. You come out of that ride refreshed, ready to go. Sure. Yeah. Sure. All right. Uh, next one is a, if if you can do this, split up uh, basically when you're waiting in line for different kitchens. 
So mm-hmm. this will save you some time. So one person can go to one, one go to the other. You both get your dishes and then go meet at a table or a trash can if you want to be fancy. If you want to be fancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you can try both things at the same time. Instead of going to one booth waiting and then going to another booth and waiting, just split up that wait time. I think it's a good idea. I agree. Mm-hmm. Having small children with you can make this a hassle sometimes, but uh, you could still that's true. maybe that's true. do it. Yeah. Um, and then one of my favorite ones, my, my tip that I get, like to give everybody, is buy a festival wristlet gift card. Um, easy, easy to set this up. You have to spend at least $15 to buy one, um, but you can transfer money from a different gift card onto this one, put more money on it. You can do that easily if you go to DisneyGiftCard.com. And um, they had Orange Bird and Snow White at the moment when I bought one. I bought an Orange Bird one, but I think they had Figment as well. Um, I'm not sure the other places, but it's so easy to do this. And it's like a little souvenir. So if you if you run out of money on it, you can just keep it as a souvenir. You can also refill it. Also refill it. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just if you didn't want to use it anymore. then Yeah. Now, I will say they don't offer, there's no discounts. Like, you know, we talk about with Universal and sometimes if you put a certain amount, they, you get like a percentage off. There's They don't offer any of that when it comes to Epcot festivals and things like that. So Unfortunately, they do. The only way you can get a discount is if you were to see this through Sam's or Costco or wherever, get a Disney gift card, you get like 5% off, sometimes like Target and stuff like that. That's the only way you're going to get any of a discount. So if you want a discount, go to Target, use your red card, and you can get like a $100 gift card for like $95 basically. Mm-hmm. Yep. So... Yep. That'd be the way to do it. And then you could transfer it. If you had a risk card, you could transfer it on there. But, you know, either way. So Yes. Either but, way, register them on DisneyGiftCard.com because if you happen to lose your card, if it, something happens to it, or you just want to put all of your balance on a couple cards onto one card, very easy to transfer back and forth. Or if you want to cut your kids off and be like, no more for you <laughs> on the one you gave them, you just take it off of there. You know? Be like, this one's gone empty. What are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Right. You can... You can play God with them and be like, no more for you. Yikes. I know, right? All right. Okay. Uh, well, that's uh, everything we've got for Flower and Garden Review. Anything else you want to add? So I have some. I have a major announcement. Okay. Well, hold on. This is major. So we don't... We, do we need a... I don't know. Do you want to put a music oh, on? Kind of the, well, there we go. I don't know if that's a major announcement music, but there major we go. Okay. This year... Festival of Flower or Festival of the Arts is not my favorite festival. I thought you were doing. I thought this was going to be a really. Um, it's a big deal for me. I thought we were getting real for a minute here. I was like, "What's talking about?" So I love Festival of the Arts. I, it, it's usually my favorite festival. Um, I did not enjoy it as much this year as I had enjoyed Flower and Garden already. Mm-hmm. I just went to two days of it and beginning of the festival. And I already am like, okay, we, yeah, something, just something about it. Like, I feel like the food is better than Festival of the Arts. Yeah. I feel like, um, I don't know. Like, there was just something lacking about Festival of the Arts this year. I don't know what it was. Like, they didn't have a new Spaceship Earth show. So they didn't have that. Well, it was pretty much the same festival as last year. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't much different. Well, and if we're being honest, it, it's not like a lot has changed with Flower and Garden this year. I mean, they do have some new foods. They have a lot of new foods, like yeah. 54 different items. True. There's no new booths, really, but yeah. Right, but it was just so, I don't know, like, I, I just got the, just it just felt different. It just felt different, and I was I was very much like, okay, Flower and Garden is my favorite this year. 
Festival of the Arts is is just not, unfortunately. Okay. And I'm sad. <laughs> that was my announcement, though. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for sharing time. You're welcome. Um, I yeah, I I enjoyed Flower and Garden. I thought it was good. Again, I was I was pleasantly surprised by the the um, the orange blossom. That's what it's called, right? Orange blossom, citrus blossom, uh, booth where all the foods in there. So mm-hmm. I had a good time, and it, it, was, it was the good. weather was great. It so was. going earlier in the year for this episode or episode for this festival is always good because the weather's a bit better as it goes on. Obviously, it's going to get hotter. Mm-hmm. So just you know, if you're going to come here, keep that in mind. But weather was great. It was a good time. Um, yeah, we good. will we will return. Uh, yeah, that'll do it for a review. So if you want even more content from us. Uh, you can check out some of the other shows we have on the Capture, Magic, Capture the Magic Network. We have the Capture the Magic Universal show where we talk about Universal Studios. And it's once a month. We'll have a new one there coming out uh, in a week or two. The last one we talked about all about Mardi Gras, which is another festival. If you want even more food festival, uh, Universal has their own, which is a Mardi Gras festival going on. You can check that out. We also have Jamie's Trip Tales, which is her trip report show. Uh, and like she mentioned on it last week, the, the last episode is with her sister, actually. Mm-hmm. So it's a fun one. So you can hear yes. them interact with each other. But Jamie is moving that to once a month. I am. Um, it's yes. been twice. I can tell you, I know a lot of people are disappointed by it, but that show takes a lot of effort and time. Um, you know, I see it firsthand. And it's just, things have gotten so busy with, you know, the shirts and the show and everything we're doing. And you were getting at ready to add some more stuff into Club Thirty Two, so it just makes sense to do this once a month. So it's just it's kind of just a time balance thing. And you never know; I may add another one back in, you know, in the future. But for right now, I just need to go back to once a month. Yeah. So so just a balance thing. But if you want to be on Trip Tales, you can go to ctmtriptales.com and uh, fill out a form there if you got a trip coming up and uh, see if Jamie might choose you. Who knows? She might. Mm-hmm. And we also have uh, Outside the Bubble, which is our show where we talk about di- things outside of the Disney World and Universal Studios bubble. So if you're going to go to the theme parks, but you want to do other things than just theme parks, we've got some things that we talk about on there that you can check out. So, and that's on this feed. And we'll have new episodes. Try to do that once a month. So as we, as we try things, we will talk about it and uh, put them out there. So, all right. And uh, be sure to check us out on social media. Uh, TikTok, Instagram are the main ones there. Uh, TikTok, it is at Capture the Magic. Everywhere else, it is at Cap the Magic. And uh, check those out. And we will have some, we've got some vlogs coming out on the YouTube channel as well, plus video versions of the podcast. So we'll have a vlog all about Flower and Garden coming up. I am currently working on it, and it should be done very shortly. Yes. And we're getting back to the point where we've got vlogs that are going to come out each Wednesday. So that's the goal here mm-hmm. as we get into that. Uh, the groove on it. So we're, we're back fully in vlog mode and then the video versions of the show and clips and things like that. So if you check out the YouTube channel, tons of content there. If you're there, watch the show versus just listening or if you want to do both, you can do it all there. So uh, everything like that. So, all right, well, that will do it for the show. So thank you everybody for listening and or watching and thank you, Jamie, for joining us. Thank you. And as Jamie always likes to say, we will see you in the parks. Bye. <laughs>